0: Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposites. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. You are locked into episode 178, Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. It is brought to you by two guys who have not met in real life. I'm one of those guys. My name is Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa, and my co-host is Mr. John M. Craig.
1: Yes, that's me right here in Red Bank, New Jersey. How you doing?
0: I'm doing well. On? We're we're putting this together with uh I, I guess G- a little bit of duct tape and G- Yeah, glue and tape. Yeah, glue and tape. Yeah, we're we. This is kind of a technical thing. we've got we've got stuff going on on different ends in a different way than we normally do it. But uh, you know, it's it's moving. It's yeah.
1: It's moving. I, I think I just got carpal tunnel syndrome right here uh, in my right arm as I stretch and I pot this music down it's it's almost impossible to do this i'm craning my neck i think i just got an injury i got a podcast injury do we have a union is there a union <laughs> we have <laughs> a, a, uh, a, a workers right. comp
0: there probably is somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure probably but a podcasters union if they Yeah, yeah right. Nobody Nobody's you, getting paid? Who, yeah, who would you protest against? <laughs> Nobody I, can afford the
1: No one can, No one can the afford the union dues. The only person getting paid, yeah,
0: yeah, I think is is Joe Rogan by the way it looks. Uh, yeah, there's, it. Right, yeah,
1: a handful more than that, I think.
0: Yeah, he yeah. Uh, though they released some information I don't know where that came from the other day and they said that uh, he's made uh, well last year it was about 30 million dollars off podcasting really one dude one guy but he gets uh, I was I was really you know I know he, you know that's obviously it's a you know he's always uh, towards the top of the list when they show the uh, the uh, top podcast and all that um, and I knew that there were some big numbers out there but the uh, the numbers that they floated uh, monthly numbers for him um uh were are staggering it's like 190 million monthly listeners uh to to his podcast so and you know he does a lot of them and but that yeah that number was huge I was like holy cow that's a lot of people that's uh much much more reach than any tv presence yeah you know, there, there's just yeah no I, would, n- I would think so yeah, nobody, yeah, nobody on yeah. TV that's even scratching at that. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's
1: showing. Uh, Joe Rogan's net worth is roughly twenty five million.
0: What's he spending his money on? If he made thirty million last year, <laughs> he, is he blowing his money on? I guess that new podcast studio he spent a bunch of money on his his uh, playhouse, which is uh, is cool. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, have, you, have
1: you have uh, you have you been paying attention to the New Hampshire primaries? Are you uh, and uh, that they unlike uh, Iowa, they didn't blow it. Yeah, well, we're still counting. Give us You're time.
0: Give us time. We'll, we'll get, <laughs> we'll get really around really to good.
1: it. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if uh, you guys are going to have it in four years. I don't know uh, what's going to happen.
0: The director I saw today quit. The the guy that was the head of the uh, uh, whatever the, the the guy that was in charge of the whole stuff here and I quit. He resigned. He had a news conference, and he was trying to explain what was going on. Lately, that was yesterday, I think. And the sign on the front of his podium fell off.
1: <laughs> that's not true.
0: It's true. Yeah, you made that yeah. part up. No, it totally mm. it totally happened. He's in the doing his press conference, and the sign uh, fell off. It was it was just like okay, that, that, God that's God a sign. Uh, that is a sign falling, but that is a sign of uh, how things were going. But he resigned to that, whatever his uh, title is. Uh, I, you know the so the, uh, I've heard some discussion about the Iowa first thing, and um, I guess it's in the Iowa actually in the Constitution, the state Constitution, that uh, we have to have a caucus, and the date that it's held is actually um, baked into the Iowa Constitution. And so, if if the Democratic Party said, uh, you know, you guys are going to not be first they would have to move somebody else up ahead or somebody they could schedule somebody i guess on the same day or do whatever they want to do but um the the date is uh set um, within the state it doesn't have anything to do with what the dnc decides or 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 anything that happens now
1: well i i think you guys blew it and you might not even be a state Oh, no, they blew uh, it. Four it, years, you're uh, done. You're just done. But Iowa, forty-nine states, which one? I, Idaho. No, no, the other I. Iowa. I, There's Ohio, more than Iowa. one I, but Iowa Ohio. and Idaho. People. Some people confuse the mm-hmm.
0: two. No, they were run poorly. I, I was at one that was run poorly. You, you sent me video. Yes, and they. Um, it was a mess. It was. It, it, uh, it looked. It looked very disorganized. It was disorganized. It was a mess. Uh, it doesn't surprise me at all that they. Uh, that they couldn't uh, add things up and uh, that they're, they're actually still they, they don't oh, have would, an official, totally official count because it's was been your,
1: pro- Was yours in a school gymnasium? Uh huh. Yeah. A
0: high school? Uh, yeah. High school gymnasium. There was yeah. about five. Well, it was a middle school. 500. Oh, okay.
1: That's a big gymnasium.
0: Yeah. We had about it would 500. to be? Yeah. 500 some uh, people. It was an old, used to be a sc- uh, high school. It's now a, a middle okay. school. But it's. Uh, There were 510ish people there. Uh, There was a very um, uh, wispy-voiced woman of about 75 years old trying to run the the uh, the whole shebang, and um, she they gave her, I guess, apparently, uh, the microphone unit that she was supplied with looked like it was literally looked like it was Fisher Price. Um, It (laughs) was uh, this tiny little um, microphone thing that was hardwired to a little speaker box that. Put out no volume and you couldn't hear anything that was going on mm-hmm. it was the, and they they had the, the rules were mixed up and people would try to ask a question And you'd get varying answers from from people and uh, it was just uh, it was a mess. It, it really was and I I wish they do something different. Um, I, th- I think the caucus idea is dumb uh, After going through this last one so, um, but that, like I said, it's it's in the Constitution. They'll have to do something different to, to change it from, uh, you know, move it away from a caucus. But as far as the, the date goes, that February 3rd on an election year, that's where they're going to do it. right? And if, uh, if I guess, they move somebody up ahead of that, then that's what they'll do. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, whatevs, whatevs. I, you, I'm you, at the point where, yeah, whatever.
1: Your, your guy, Andrew Yang, is out, out of the he's, race. He's, he's a guy you liked early on. It's,
0: Tapped out. Yeah. He's like,
1: hey, I don't think about money. He's just like, it's not going to happen for he, me.
0: He was the guy that, you know, uh, I saw somebody write about this today. Some political guy wrote about this today. He said uh, he was the guy that really, out of all of them, that you really uh, wanted to go have a beer with. If there was any one of the, the all these people that, you know, let's go have a beer together, it would have been Andrew Yang for, for sure. Um, and that's really as, as uh Passionate uh, as as I was about it, and I, I did follow a little bit with you know about the uh, you know, New Hampshire stuff and and how that's rolled. A- actually, yeah, yeah you, Bernie, we, Bernie, which
1: is no surprise because he's right there in Vermont.
0: Yeah, w- with with uh, Iowa, we had really low turnout. As it as it uh, at first, I thought that it was going to be higher, but uh, when they tabulated everything, the turnout was was not great. Um, Compared to years past, so that I think for the uh, Democrats was uh, starting to look like a little bit of a red flag. They say that the the turnout in New Hampshire was decent, but I saw the way they they um, broke out the way the way things work in New Hampshire is different. Um, in that, um, if you're I guess registered as an independent, you can vote in either direction. You can go to either uh, caucus, and when they put together or, or either, you know, vote whatever way you want to. But anyway, they it's not a caucus. So a Republican
1: a can actually vote in a Democratic primary. Uh,
0: apparently, what they figured out by tabulating the numbers were two things. Uh, if you look at the whole, the, the whole, the whole shebang of how the votes were cast. The people that were voting as independents did not switch their allegiances away from their previous voting pattern, uh, which favored Republicans. Uh, it was it was pretty pretty flat. So that would suggest, apparently, that if you look at the whole thing, that the swing votes, uh, e- even in New Hampshire. Uh, remained pretty much uh, as, as they were in the previous election. So that would tend to let you think that maybe um, there wasn't a groundswell of support for any of the Democratic candidates. And there was also, um, as it turned out, I guess, um, the amount of votes that were cast for uh, Donald Trump in comparison to when when he wasn't contested if you went back in you know where there wasn't a a, a, you know there weren't a bunch of candidates so it was i I guess he still got one person that's running against him but anyway the votes that were cast for trump were more than the votes that were cast for obama when he was running in a similar situation where he's basically um, re-election campaign a re-election type Mm -hmm. thing so Mm -hmm. trump had a lot more votes uh, when it got to that uh, to that point so right um, because
1: there's there's no reason to turn out for the republican yeah, right. if there's an incumbent
0: yes right, right yes, you know yes, a,
1: yeah. when was our last one term president was that uh 41 bush bush one um
0: yeah i guess
1: uh, george herbert him. walker
0: yeah. uh, wait wait george hw bush hw right? so yeah it's uh and i'm i don't know I'm, I'm looking at it now and i'm thinking i'm i don't know i, I don't think trump's uh, at this point got a lot to worry about i think that the uh it would seem that way it, it looks like the the Democrats are splitting in a way that's uh, I, I I think you're gonna have uh, you're already hearing uh, like James Carvel and some of the, uh, the these people that are really starting to speak out against Bernie and the socialist side of things but that, that you know that obviously is a pretty strong, uh, a very strong part of the Democratic Party right now. But then you got this this other side of things where you got the Klobuchar's and the judges and the people like that that are um, not of that um, of that mindset. And, and then I think that it's going to get uglier as it goes and uh, weaker. That 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 the whole thing is going to weaken the whole thing. And I. I just don't believe that in a national election running where you have a clear cut, okay, let's choose this guy or this guy, I just don't think Bernie can go or any socialist message is going to win. I just don't think at this point beating an incumbent president who still – has a I mean he's got a really strong uh, strong base of uh, and his numbers is actually uh, right now are higher than they've ever been. Um, he's he's trending uh, upward in uh, his uh, his acceptance oh. numbers. So I don't know I don't see it at this point as something would have to have to change. It, and well, it sure could, but uh, I think we're gonna have four more years of Trump. I oh. had
1: this thought that if if it were possible for uh, boo boo the judge and. <laughs> or klobuchar Uh to be in the race right if one of those could could get the nomination for the Democrats right is that Trump during a debate or on Twitter or anywhere would say something so fucked up and so offensive because boo boo, boo the judge is gay right (laughs) right like there's nothing about him that comes across, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, he's he's a homosexual man. He's a gay man in a relationship. I don't know if he's married, but he's got a partner for sure. But I don't married. know if he's married. Married, okay. And and it's, again, there's and he's and he's a lot more moderate than Bernie, of course. And and and. Klobuchar as well. I mean she's a woman. Yeah. And I just and then I thought to myself this was all in one fleeting moment while listening to to NPR today. I like to say that because people will think I'm smart. I'm not. I just I just know how to use the app. I just all the other news apps don't work for me. So anyway, so so I'm just I I thought, wow that would be then he would say something really awful and and then he wouldn't get elected and then i thought to myself no he'd say something really awful and half the country would think it's awesome and agree with every word that came out of his right. mouth so it'd be like uh-huh. that won't work yeah. <laughs> Like that's not a good plan <laughs> yeah you know yeah. I, I guess he 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 may have been right that he could just go on Fifth Avenue and shoot someone, but he's no longer a New Yorker. He's done. He's he's from Florida, so maybe he can go down to Jacksonville and ride on a hog and shoot some motherfuckers.
0: I don't know, and well, he probably see, still would be fine. I was looking at the uh, the at the polling numbers. Uh, if you look at the Real Clear Politics, uh, they've got an aggregate poll, which I think is the fairest way to look at things because it takes all of the polls into account and and uh, then you just average all of them uh they show that uh, right now you've got a, a weird situation in that uh, you're you're you talking about New York third place now surging into third place. you're mayor of New York uh, is
1: right uh, yes, except he had uh, some uh, podcast or someone uh, put out audio of an interview from a few years back well more than a few years now. Um, when when Mike Bloomberg was the mayor yeah, yeah. Of, of New York. Right. And he was talking about stop and frisk, which is that uh, a judge had ruled it constitutional, but at the time it was a very normal thing, you know, like, yeah, that's what it is. And he was saying things about the numbers, about, you know, you could Xerox the type, right? Like, you know, black and Hispanic males between the ages of whatever it is, like 16 and 24, are, you know, cause, you know, are responsible for these crimes, right? Well, so they, we're just- Which it, is it, true. W- well, the statistically it is true. As a matter of a- fact, 80, there was- Yeah, like 83% of all the There was, there. Uh, the uh, NPR was interviewing a guy, uh, the former mayor of Philadelphia, right? Right. Mayor Nutter, it, it, which is a, an unfortunate last name, Nutter um and and uh, he's african american and he 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 was clearly doing everything he could to sort of say good things about bloomberg right and about the statistics and talking about the statistics and also that this whole interview was you know a back and forth right so the words came out of of bloomberg's mouth but it's he was sort of down, kind of doing his best to downplay it all. I think Mike Bloomberg has a good relationship with um, mayors in other cities, and I think that he is yeah. privately funded. under some of these smaller cities that need the money, and sure. he's got a, a, a stupid amount of money. Yes, he and, does. Yeah. You know, he, yeah. But I, I don't know. I mean, he he was he was a three-term mayor, and uh, in New York, you can only be a two-term mayor. But somehow, I don't know how that happened. Was, Money. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I just, it's, I still don't get my head, or I don't have my head around it. I, yeah. I you know, I, I don't believe I lived in New York City. Actually, uh, maybe I was there for his first term, like the first couple of months of his term. I don't remember. You know, I mm-hmm. definitely look back at the calendar, but um, anyway, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm yeah. Not a none of us do.
0: None of us do. Of the future yeah so bloomberg's surging uh right now it looks like uh mayor pete and uh and bernie are gonna i don't know mayor Pete, out. bernie
1: and klobuchar had just got a little bit of a surge and then i think yeah. uh I, I think before you know it elizabeth warren is going to be out <sighs> i really i, do, I don't know <laughs> I, yeah, but i, I don't could know. be
0: wrong i uh, yeah. i don't yeah. know i was looking at the ones trying to figure out who's who's dropping next and it's it's hard to say i was a little bit surprised that Yang uh, dropped out as quickly as he, as he did, but he's got young kids, and I'm sure his wife is like, okay, you know, y- you have zero ch- per- percent chance. We know that, you know, in a, in a private conversation with his wife. She's she's probably, it has to be saying, get your ass home, it's snowing, you need to shovel the walk, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, there's... Shit, you got to do shit. You got to take care of it home, even though he's he's probably after you do something like that. You're rolling in cash. He's he's got the money now to do whatever he wants to do. But, uh, but yeah, I like the guy. I do, uh, and uh, yeah. So we'll see. Um, speaking of New York City, uh, I meant to tell you, uh, I, 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 I watched the we 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 went out and uh, saw the movie uh, Uncut Gems.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I mean, I've seen it. I don't know how much. I, I tried not to talk about it too much. I don't know if I talked about it at all on here.
0: We. I, I think, yeah, we briefly just sort of brought it up that you had, you had gone and you uh, you uh, talked about it. You were, I guess, thumbs up, uh, you, you know, for the most part. Um, yeah, yeah. So what do you think? Ah, it is okay. I think Sandler got uh, get, really, shafted. The, he got shafted. That, that should have gotten some somewhere. Even, somebody along the lines in that film should have gotten Oscar nominations. The script is is very original, uh, unlike anything else uh, I've ever seen. Uh, and, you know, elements I guess of you know you could you could say elements of other kind kinds of movies that are of, of the same. Uh, same type of movie sort of but um just the way they delved into um the the jewelry world of new york uh, with the with uh, parts of, the, of of that uh that most of us never see uh the way the way that some of these jewelry operations run and uh Sa- sandler's character and then a lot of the other casting in that movie was just so so well done and um i i just i thought it was excellent um very thriller sort of on the edge of your seat i had to tell myself a few times just breathe just breathe just sit back <laughs> wait for it you know there's something that's going to happen here and and uh, you get you know it's just very tense but uh it's a great movie i think uh in terms of you know uh Okay, it's not getting, a a lot of people aren't seeing it in the theater, but I think that's one of those movies that's going to have a lot of staying power in the, you know, in the world of streaming or, you know, people that are, you know, five years from now, ten years from now, people that are talking about, um, you know, hey, did you see this movie? You know, that's going to be one of those that, that gets talked about the way. Oh, certain films do, you know, where where they they just hang around and uh, you know, they be, be, sort of gain that cult following sort of thing. And I
1: don't think the Safdie brothers are going anywhere. I think they're going to keep making films, and I think uh, it's going to get to a point where one of them gets nominated for something.
0: Yeah. Outside
1: it. of the Independent Spirit Awards, because apparently Uncut Gems and won for the Independent Spirit Awards, and so did uh, Adam Sandler. Yeah. Uh, I want to find his speech somewhere online. A friend of mine told me it was pretty good. I
0: watched it. It was yeah. You did fun. the Independent yeah. Spirit Wars? yeah. I, I just his. I just saw the thing. with yeah, his yeah, speech. Yeah. And he goes. He goes into, and I got to tell you, I'm I'm not a huge Sandler fan, in a lot of uh, a lot of the stuff he does uh, when he goes into that whole um, Cajun man voice and all that stuff. It drives me. Yeah, nuts. right. right. That's a long time ago. Uh, yeah, and uh, but he still he does this shtick. This. Uh, <coughs> he does this. I don't even. I can't even. Hey, imitate, I,
1: <laughs> <with your cousin? laughs>
0: it's a thing. Yeah, uh? yeah, he does that. Yeah. shtick. and uh, it. Mm. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's irritating for me. Uh, he's he's not um, he's not my favorite comedic actor, um, but um, a lot of people love you know like the Happy Gilmore's and stuff like that. And yeah, you know, I've got friends that are just like you know just nuts about that stuff, but it, it, those aren't my fave But anyway. Yeah, it's I thought it was a great movie.
1: Uh, and, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I I uh, want to see it again. And I, I I I know it won't be comfortable to watch again, but I, I I want to kind of pick up on little things that I I missed cuz I was so I was on the edge of my seat that whole film. And I felt like I was just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah, you know. Did, did, did you did you watch uh, did you see the uh Parasite? The movie Paris? No,
0: my wife did. She she thought it was great. I think it's uh, great. Yeah, she was like, uh, I was disagreeing with her. We watched we watched a little bit of the Oscars, not all of it, but uh, Mm -hmm. like the last hour. Uh, And um, you know, she was uh, rooting for it for Best Picture. I was like, Nah, there's no way it'll get Best Picture. But Mm -hmm. yeah, she was right. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's uh, you know that guy that the director, um, he is. south korean Mm -hmm. and uh he uh he's very likable he is a likable guy every speech he 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 was just uh he he said the thing about when he got the best director you know he 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 quoted something that martin scorsese had said yes and then he he thanked quentin tarantino who has been supporting him him and his films for years right and, and uh and that he and he wished that he could take a Texas chainsaw and cut the Oscar statuette into the statue into five pieces. That yeah. Was, it's not a female. It's not a statuette. It's a statue. And boom. It's actually gender neutral. It doesn't have a penis. I don't know what that thing is. And they cut it, and he wanted to give it. And it was a very sweet, thoughtful, funny way to say that, you know. Um, but, yeah, he... he uh, his his visual storytelling is excellent. That guy, and uh, I, I I recommend Parasite. It was uh, it was different than Uncut Gems, but there's again, I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. The entire movie, just like oh, and it it, it won best original screenplay, I think, right? Did it? Yeah, I believe it did. Yeah, I mean, it is incredibly original. Not because it's a Korean film, and I didn't understand any of it, and I didn't have the subtitles on, so that's not true. I read it. I did <laughs> read it. I watched it, and I read it. Uh, and as tired as I was, I did not fall asleep. Yeah, I had watched that. Uh, I don't remember if I watched it on Saturday or Sunday, but I watched it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Susie and I watched it, and uh, it was great.
0: Really nice. Uh, well, I'm gonna check. I like, cha- it. I like I'm gonna, that guy. I'm yeah, I'm gonna catch it. up on it for sure. I, he
1: directed. He directed Okja. Okja. O k j a. It's a a film that was on Netflix.
0: I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah, it's like this
1: monster. I I didn't watch the whole thing. Uh someone told me they liked it. Um but I've w- I'd watched bits and pieces of it. Sounds something like something
0: would, they'd uh serve you in the south with uh with grits. Yes, uh, that's side right. of side of oak jam.
1: Yeah. Now did you did you see uh did you see uh Joaquin Phoenix's uh, speech?
0: i thought he was gonna like I, I was getting a little worried i was hoping somebody patted him down beforehand for a weapon because he was, he was starting. He, to...
1: he's 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 definitely a very emotional dude yeah when he he's went a, into the whole
0: yeah. uh you know uh, milking cows and um you know stealing stealing milk and all it, yeah
1: know, milk was, from babies yeah. and it was like i don't i don't drink milk i drink i drink um Oh, oat milk. So I'm stealing oat babies. I'm like ripping out some oat babies. I don't and drink any kind of milk, but
0: uh, yeah, I kind of understand yeah. what he was saying. You know,
1: I know, I totally of. understand what he was saying, and he's sort of, at some point, though, he was a little all over the place. I kind of got where he's coming from. He's a hardcore vegan. Yeah, And, uh, you know, but the whole thing about, uh, he, he didn't elaborate on it about how he's made mistakes, and like, he was basically talking about cancel culture. And how yeah. wrong it is, and we need to support one another. It was a very positive speech, but he it was. was so emotional, but you know he's incredible actor that he's able to like just push that aside and just be and become a th- that character or whatever character he's playing um you know he he and his he and his siblings were bought were brought up as sort of hippies, you know like his name was like leaf before yes. he was. Right? Wasn't it? It was yeah, something like that, yeah. yeah. It was like Lee Phoenix. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, there was a moment. So I was watching, um, so Susie loves, she loves, uh, Red Carpet. And, well, I don't know if she loves it, but she watches it. And, uh, it, there was a lot going on with the Red Carpet on E, you know, they have, cause they're trying to pull different celebrities, you know, they've got producers on the side and you got people standing by and ready to go. And, and, uh, Keanu Reeves came up and it was, um, ryan seacrest grabbed grabbed him and he said that he Keanu reeves is here with his mother and it was his mother but his mother looks very similar to the artist that apparently uh he he's he's been seen with the woman that he's dating and he was, his mom way. is probably yeah. a good 20 years older than the girlfriend, but they have a very similar, like, bleach blonde hair, like, white, white hair, and, and style. And it was just that moment of, like, oh, please don't let that be the girlfriend. And Ryan Seacrest just referred to it as his mother. But he dodged he <laughs> a bullet. He did not. It wasn't. But uh, Susie and I both had the same reaction. How the hell I know um, what, uh, w- w- what's his name? Keanu Reeves' girlfriend looks like is <laughs> beyond me. But I guess when I was on Instagram,
0: I used to come across things, and now I don't. Yeah, I've I've seen pictures because they... Uh, they yeah. It was
1: such a big deal because he had not been seen publicly with a significant other in forever. Yes. So yeah. it was a big deal. So, and they were but he's not dating...
0: They were comparing her to old, some old, other...
1: Keanu older. Reeves is not dating his mother. Right. And yeah. uh, is, is I don't know, i got to pull up a picture and see if the two of them look anything alike because... In my mind, they did. And then, uh, what's his name was there? Uh, Love was there. He was a DJ.
0: I did see that he was. Yeah, uh, he was doing a little thing. Now, did what, you
1: see what he was use, What he did live?
0: You know, no, I didn't see that part. Um, the only part of him I saw was when they, when Eminem. Okay, I didn't see Eminem sing, but later uh, I went back and um, during, uh, you know, I looked at it on YouTube and. Uh, I paused when they went to the audience shots because I wanted to see the expression on people's faces to see what what was going on. Okay, so Kwezilov, he looks like he's he's enjoying it, and... um and you know, some of the people really look like they like they're mouthing along to the lyrics and knew the words. Some people looked, uh, mostly the white people, looked completely fucking lost. Um, as they they looked befuddled, like what's what's this? What's going on here? Why is he Why is he singing? What's he What's he even doing on stage? Some of them looked uh, a little um, looked almost a little pissed off. <laughs> I what's was, that
1: was, about um,
0: with Eminem? Yeah, Scorsese was. It, it was odd. asleep. Okay, so Scorsese- it was very was odd. He was asleep. He, he was asleep.
1: You know, it was. Uh, there was one woman. There were a couple of people that were losing their mind over it.
0: Yeah, yeah they cut.
1: Yeah. They cut to this woman. She's. Uh, I believe she's Korean. Su Pak. I didn't know who she was, but Su Pak used to be uh, an MTV VJ. Yeah. How did I know this? Because Suzy told me, and I'm like, How did you know that? When was the last <laughs> time you watched MTV and saw a VJ? Yeah. You know? know, like I heard Dave Holmes today and he was on, on like the spectrum on Sirius XM radio. He was one of the guys. He came in second place in the VJ contest. Yeah. He lost out to Jesse, but he won because <laughs> Jesse was just weird. And he was, nobody knows what I'm talking about unless you're over 45. Um, so su Jim Pack, and I had no idea who she was. I just thought that she was, this me, I just thought she was in Parasite because she was Korean, and she was right in the middle, up front. And apparently her husband is the guy that co-founded Awkward Family Photos. How do I know? Because I Googled it quickly, because I'm trying to figure it out. And she was like, she had her fist pumping in this. So when I learned that she was a MTV VJ, and she's in her like early 40s because there's not a VJ on MTV or ever that's under the age of 40 and and so she was going crazy and then i thought to myself this is crazy what is this they did this whole music montage thing that was supposed to be and then they stopped and they kept showing the clip from eight mile eminem looking in the mirror looking in the mirror looking in the mirror and then they played rocky theme and you're like okay i get that eight mile is like rocky and then boom the stage opens up and then like you know dark bearded eminem Shows up, and I'm kind like, what? Kind of he's of fat, not relevant. Fat. He's kind not. Fat Eminem. He, <laughs> but he's not. He's, it's just he used to be <laughs> so skinny and so white yeah. and so blonde, and so now he's not. And you're like, what he doesn't look that different but it's like no, he's, but he's different and he's not relevant and he's like kind no. of a punchline and a joke for the most part right there's a no. reverence for him but the sound of hip-hop and rap has changed so much and like he's up there and we're like, why why is he up there and i re- and i learned that Susie hates eminem i kind of already knew that she hates him and we were over her neighbor's house and why and does she neighbor, hate him
0: why does she hate him
1: i don't there's she's always a reason of things that i've never heard of but it doesn't matter she's gonna some pop culture reference and it's something it may be relationship with the wife the girlfriend the the girlfriend wife mother of his child stuff and he says I'm sure he said some
0: side with Kim can't side with his mother
1: no I'm not listen I don't know I listen I always saw Eminem as like this guy's fucking he's a poet he's like a weird poet who just goes into this dark place and it's like he's doing art and then I'm like and he's got a, but and again and, and then so so this guy Scott he loved We were down the block at her neighbor's house, and and, and he his and his wife were there, friend. and he was kind of into it, and he likes Eminem, and he was like, this, and Susie doesn't like Randy Newman, and he and Scott, who's known her for a long time, was like, what? How, how, do, you, you? how do you not like Randy? Who doesn't exactly. like Randy Newman? <laughs> and so, so I mean, I was a little bit like, but I was like, Eminem and Randy Newman are going to do a duet soon. <laughs> and, and so... It was just a, what's going on here? And I still didn't understand. And then I thought to myself, whoa, this is the Oscars where very few persons of color were nominated for anything. And they had a white rapper perform.
0: That is true. A, a movie up. that was 18 years old. They brought somebody Like, out. why? Yeah. He
1: didn't perform the song back when the movie came out no and And the song was nominated i
0: believe yeah 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 but
1: still that doesn't make sense why in 2000 2020 like have him come back
0: in two years i mean i know he has a new album out i've not heard it but. i haven't heard it either and, and i know okay so he's okay so he's 47 years old now uh yeah like you said he's 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 got the dad bod thing going on maybe, maybe he's maybe he's lifting maybe he's more ripped than he looked like but to me we, when he was kind of bouncing around i, I was seeing a gut that i am not used to seeing because i haven't seen him in a while either his okay 47 year old white guy come on uh, I don't care if you're a rapper you've still got he's got the uh pants hanging off of his ass halfway down you know the uh the, which I think in the world of fashion, maybe I'm wrong, but I think for the most part uh out on the street now if you're if you're if you're keeping it real, that whole uh pants hanging off your ass thing is it's kind of the older guys that are doing that now. It's just younger, younger, younger guys aren't doing that anymore. I don't see it much. And uh, so I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, pull your drawers up, son. What the fuck's the matter with you? It's like, he's, uh, I was like, I was feeling, I was feeling bad for him. I I really, and he's doing this whole diss track thing and he's getting in fights with this person, that person. You're 47 fucking years old and you're doing, you're doing diss tracks. What the fuck is wrong with you? This, and I, I have this theory also about Eminem. I think, i think what's going to happen uh, is is we're okay so he's uh, okay um most of i think people that are probably judging uh rap music are going to say as far as mcs go he's, he's probably in the i don't know if he's if he's on the mount, mount rushmore type but he's close i mean he's he's in the top ten probably certainly the the best white guy for sure um head and shoulders um so he he's uh he's he's doing his thing he's he's uh he's kept though and i've I've been real okay I've had this weird epiphany lately and this this goes back okay, I'll tell the whole story about. Two months ago, I was at the Y at the at the gym. I was at the Y, and there's these um, there's these young black kids that are. And I say they're they're probably um, middle school. They're probably like thirteen, fourteen, and they're out in the in the in the hallway of this place. Now, the YMCA is a big family health club. There's kids, little kids running all over, um, and they got, you know, various events. There's a swimming pool there. They have swim meets. They have a lot of stuff that goes on. They have, they have mini basketball leagues and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's not uncommon where you see, um, you know, just a lot of little kids running around. And uh, when I walk out in the hallway, there's these kids uh, coming uh, down the hallway from the gym, and the one kid yells at the other kid. He goes, hey, N-word. He goes, and he throws out he, th- he throws out an F-bomb. He's, he's like, you know, he's like, you know, get the fuck back here. And, and the kid kept yelling, and, and everything was N-word, N-word, N-word. And it was, okay, this sounds stupid as shit, but it offended me. <laughs> oh, okay, he's a black guy, all right. I understand you know it's it's your word you know whatever but i mean he's yelling it it's it just it just sounded horrible to me it really did and i and i realized how how ridiculous how fucking ridiculous that sounds you know me saying that or, or even almost me thinking that but but i was like i could live without that. and i was at the point where i was gonna tell the kid you know just you know. Dial it back. So. Dial it back. You know, there's kids around here. You don't have to be on that. But then I knew yeah. how that was going to go, probably. Um, and and I was like, no, nah, you don't need to you don't need <laughs> They did start calling you the N-word.
1: You know what uh, I mean? Probably,
0: uh, which would be, <laughs> no, more, would be even more ridiculous. It
1: would be even better if they was like, okay, boomer.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. It would be more ridiculous. So anyway, so I... I, uh, so I, I whatever. So I'm, I'm thinking about it. But it, it, it's, it's percolating in me. And I'm thinking... Okay. Do I really? Uh, for as much, a lot of times when I run, I listen to a lot of uh, hip hop and rap stuff, and there's a lot of a lot of uh, inward, forward type music. I, I, I've been over the years, I've listened to a lot of that. It, um, when I work out, I like some stuff that's um, aggressive and angry, and a lot of times that fits the bill. So I'm thinking to myself: uh, Do I need to listen to this? Should I be listening to this? Really? I mean, is if it's if it if, if okay if this word is what this word is, and it doesn't belong to me, should I really be listening to it? And then I think: Do I want to exclude myself from? From the from that entirely, do I need to should I, and more more I'm just telling you the, the answer is popping and keeps popping in my head is yes, I okay, you can live without it you don't you don't if you really uh if we should really as a society get rid of this word you don't you don't have to have it as a part of your life you, you, really, you really don't um and uh, so I'm thinking, all right, do I not do I, do I really want to live without Kendrick Lamar and um uh, I'm like, well, maybe not, but I, I can live without it. So, so, I changed a bunch of stuff around with my playlists, and a lot of the stuff that I listen to, like I said, when I'm working out and when I'm when I'm running and and, and stuff like that. And I went anti N-word. I I got rid of all of
1: it. Really, that sounds like a lot of work. Well, it's not so
0: much because <laughs> so I, I got this like, I got this running playlist, and I'm like, okay, I just dumped dro- I just dumped the playlist. I got rid of it. I just deleted the whole playlist. And I started adding in stuff, and, and um, I just I'm, okay. I like this song. I like that song. Um, if I'm running, why can't I listen to uh, whatever Tyler the Creator or something that doesn't have uh, doesn't have the word in it? Why can't I listen to um, whatever? There's just a, a, there's a ton of music that I can throw in there that's that's got uh, that's got enough of a, a thing going on that that it's not it it doesn't have anything to do with that. And it wasn't that much work. I got enough. I don't run that long. Far I don't run that. I don't. I don't need that long a playlist. You know. You know. Um, it, it really. Quite frankly, anyway, and I, and I probably had too big a playlist to begin with, but I dumped a whole bunch of shit. I haven't, I haven't been listening to it. So um, last night, as, or that night, or the other night, when I was watching that, uh, uh, well, I didn't see a live, but afterwards, when I was watching the Eminem thing, I was feeling sorry for Eminem because he's in this world where he's obviously he's trying to be the hip hop angry young man, and he's not a he's not a young man anymore. He's 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 fucking he's a little past middle age. He's in well into middle age, and he's floating towards the, you know. You hit 50, you're you're hitting the side of things where, you know, um, you and I both, the other night, we were listening to Tom Papa, the comedian, together, and he Mm -hmm. talks about the idea that, you know, you look bad today and you're going to look worse tomorrow, but that's okay. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: watched watched a little bit more of that last night. Uh, I was trying to find him, uh, the part where he talks about Staten Island, but... uh,
0: but, yeah, uh, it's pretty I, I good. Just, I'm feeling bad for him. I'm, I'm feeling bad for Eminem, and and and, uh, and I'm I'm thinking I have this theory that, um, he's got he's got a bunch of uh, in his in his archive he's got a hidden like Prince you know when he passed away they said he has got this huge archive of music that nobody's ever heard. I think Eminem's probably got the same thing, and he's got every song he's ever done. He's got uh, and he's got a bunch of stuff that um that nobody's heard except for him, and it's all got the n word in it because. That's that's how he identifies. He, I think, he identifies as being a part of that world. Um, he's as uh, you know, he's, he can't get on. He's he can't release that music, um, but he's probably got it in there. Um, I'm just guessing. He's incredibly prolific. He is prolific. Now, I'm not
1: saying it's all good, but you know, like uh, Prince didn't want any of that stuff out there. But I, I'm not going to put uh, Eminem anywhere in the same in the ring, ring as, as Prince. As Prince. I, I mean, I like. I think he's he's very good, but there's. There's no question that there are certain artists in our culture in in here that uh, whether it be Elvis Presley yeah. or Eminem. I'm not going to include the Beastie Boys in it as much. Uh, Vanilla Ice, definitely, no question that would co-opt a uh, a, a genre of music yeah. that was uh, predominantly performed by um, you know. Persons of color, right. brown people, black people. And then it was sort of, boom, and then what rose to the top? Some of it wasn't so good, but it was the white dude, you know? And right. and again, and, and some of them were very good and very talented, you know? And then it sort of, and then it gets to a point where as popular as Jimi Hendrix was or, or, or Prince was, and Prince was a uh, multi-instrumentalist, incredibly talented, he sort of transcended race, sort of. It's like the CNN do the right thing, but at the same time, it's like you you almost don't accept certain artists in the past, and I think that's starting to change now. That it like you're like, huh, what? You know, like it it just it happened with uh, what's his name? Uh, the the I'm not saying it's a good country song, but the the guy, the the gay cowboy black dude, Old what's Town Road. Yeah, Old Town Road. What's the dude's name? Now I want to keep want to say Lil Uzi Vert. Little Nas X. Nas X he's not a Lil I thought it was a Lil Nas X but again and again it's not about it whether or not it's good or not it's about the you know and in maybe maybe the younger generation and social media and all these other things is gonna sort of Spotify whatever is gonna sort of kind of slowly but surely write that ship a little bit and then cause lots of other problems I don't know the answer here I don't know what I'm saying I'm just spitballing my brain is working poorly not putting words together. Well, there is well, the
0: disclaimer at the beginning. It says, you know, what's that? Cautionary tale. Don't listen to what we. Don't, don't listen what to what any of this. Process. I don't know
1: what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, white people stole black music is
0: what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, uh, so yeah, I, I that whole cultural appropriation thing I think is bullshit for the most part. Uh, in that I think that we all, as humans. Contribute, and when people, uh, you know, people throw in, uh, you know, when the um, uh, whatever the Eagles throw in a Spanish thing into Hotel California, are they uh, somehow, um, you know, uh, should they not be doing that because they're not they're not uh, of uh, Latino heritage? Pfft, that's dumb. Um, you know, we, we need to. Um, we need to keep. I think uh, it's an admiration thing more than anything. When somebody does keep in mind that yeah, it's an admiration thing, and um, you know if somebody uh, adopts a style, if there's a black dude that wants to do a song and it sounds country, uh, more power to him. Uh, and uh, you know we're all gonna we're all gonna be on the planet as people uh, uh, for a while yet uh, if uh, things work out. And <laughs> I think the more we emulate the best. The best thing about uh, about others, whether it's um, due to some fucking you know, that people talk about race being a social construct, and I think to some degree that's true. Um, I, I don't know, uh, I, you know. I think if it, if it's if it's honest, it, that always rings rings through. It, it sounds it sounds like it's uh, you know. Actually, I, I was dissing on Eminem. I think actually his stuff did for a long time sound very honest uh, coming from where he, he, he was and uh, uh, so you know so you know and that's good now lately is is it I don't know I haven't listened to it much either but I do think that at a, at a certain point um, it starts to uh, look stupid when you're. Uh, if it, if you're not aging well, and I don't know that he's aging well, quite frankly, um, that that would be my my rap with him, my my beef, my my diss track. If I was going to put that on, if I had any talent at all, <laughs> which I don't, <laughs> and I was writing a diss track, if I could think of words that rhyme and say them quickly, yeah,
1: right. And that's why that's why I don't diss on on too many hip hop artists, rap artists, MCs, if you will. Yes, because I can't do that. My can't. brain doesn't work that way. Yeah. I know how to use my words, but have I don't you, know how to use them. Have you them tried? Well. Have you tried to
0: to flex that muscle?
1: No, that no, might. and I'm not going to. I'm just. I'm going to throw my hat. I'm not doing it. Now, did you see the the uh, Indian American um, a- the uh, actor rap artist who did? He did a uh, a recap of the Oscars midway through. Now I can't pronounce his name, so I'm going to have YouTube pronounce his name for me. Hold on. Sure. Hold on. All right. Wait. He is of an Indian descent. His parents are Indians. <laughs> Utkarshan Bhatkar is an American actor. He is of an Indian descent. His parents are Indians. He earned a Bachelor of Fine Arts degree from the Tisch School. Okay. Uh. Anyway, <laughs> he went to NYU apparently. Well, he did a thing and it was pretty good. He was pretty good. He did a thing that I, I, I saw it once at a, at a, a TEDx talks uh, where this guy came up he was uh he was a canadian rapper white dude who was kind of comparing chaucer that's, that's to wrong. hip-hop
0: Canadian Baba. rapper white what's that? that that's wrong canadian come on rapper
1: no it, it was pretty white. good and whatever he was he was talking about the rhyme style and comparing oh, okay. you know rap and the cadence to chaucer mm-hmm. and anyway so he did his ted talk uh early on um, and then later on, he came out toward the end, and he recapped everyone. And so he was backstage writing the whole thing. So I don't know how many writers there were involved with this. Ud um, uh, w- Karshan Bakar is in American Yeah, oh, stop. Just, I just wanted him to say his Indian name. Ud Kars- Anyway, he, he was in Pitch Perfect. He was very good, very likable. I thought it was cool. And, and uh, and... Questlove was right up there. He was on stage, and he was the DJ. Uh, it was a weird Oscar ceremony, uh, you know. I thought, but um, felt very disjointed. But then again, that could have been me and where mm-hmm. I was watching it and how I was I think watching. You're right. It.
0: I think it was a little weird. They don't. They don't have a presenter anymore. I saw they were interviewing uh, uh, Steve Martin and uh, and uh, Martin Short. Uh, together uh, not after this was like uh, I think maybe before I saw an interview uh, that that had been recorded before and they're asking them about hosting and they both uh, said there's no upside to hosting anymore it's all it's all downside and the idea that if you screw something up or if something happens and some sort of cancel culture thing hits because you slipped or made a wrong facial expression or something uh, you know, it's all downside, and they were they're like, there's no way. They both said there's no way they would do it ever again, as far as hosting. And I think that's probably the the way a lot of them feel.
1: Well, but but Steve Martin and and uh, and Chris Rock when they came out and did they did a, a whole bit. thing, yeah. they, I thought it was very funny. I, I I laughed out loud. He Chris Rock had a joke. He told Mar- Martin Scorsese that uh, he really uh, enjoyed the first season of uh, The Irishman. Um, which I thought was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> I've still not gotten through it. but So so I'm going to jump around here. Uh, I was listening to... Um, I just like to say that I listen to NPR. I was listening to this thing on NPR. Uh, it was on st- on Standards, Volume 1, Rafiq Bhatia questions the act of reinterpretation. So this guy who's in this band, Sunlocks, he's like a, uh, a young 30-something-year-old uh, musician, mm-hmm. and he uh, covers... Or duke ellington songs but you, you wouldn't even recognize the songs right and so anyway and he talks about it in some some interesting thoughts and techniques about music reinterpretation and he during this interview and this story they played a clip of duke ellington being interviewed by the by the cbc canadian broadcasting corp you know right whatever Mm -hmm. Uh, 1964 and the and they actually played a clip of this and it says uh, Ellington was put off when asked about the music of his people and Duke Ellington very very elegantly very articulately says that's a strange question yes my, my people now which no stuttering now which of my people I'm in several groups I'm in the group of the piano players I'm in the group of the listeners I'm in the group of what? Oh, yeah. Those who appreciate Beaujolais. Like it was possibly one of the most, the quickest and most elegant replies to a question like that. Yeah. You know, and at a very different time in the world. In terms of in, in, you know, in North America and in, in terms of race and, you know, civil rights and all that. And just like to be asked a question, and to be able to answer it that quickly, to be like, I don't want to be pigeonholed or categorized that. I'm not even going to I'm not even going to entertain that bullshit.
0: He also, I think, was quoted once as uh, and probably some kind of similar question was thrown at him. And he said there's only two kinds of music. And the interviewer was, you know, not a bright light bulb on the tree. It's like, what would those be? You know, I asked him the follow up question. He said, "There's good music and the other kind," right? And uh, yeah, so yeah,
1: yeah so I, uh, I, I'm, I'm uh, I, I. Oh, I, there was something else before we were talking politics. I don't want to get too much into politics, but something hit me today, <laughs> and uh, I gotta find it. But do you know that that Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Michael Bloomberg? Mm-hmm. And Bernie Sanders, okay, are older than three of the four living ex-presidents. <laughs> All of them.
0: All of them. Yeah.
1: Now, no, Obama is fifty; he'll turn sixty this year. Okay, so he's right. re- relatively young. Um, Trump is born in June of nineteen forty-six. George Bush was born in July. And Bill Clinton was born in August of that year. Hmm. So it's close with Trump and these other three. But it's cr- kind of nuts that, that is there nuts. are that many, like, nearly, you know, you're going to have, you know, if, if Biden or, or uh, Bernie were to win, you, you'd, you'd have an octogenarian in, the, uh, in, in office. Yes. Now, Reagan seemed like he was old, but he wasn't nearly as old as I thought he was. Now, I don't know how old he was when he came out
0: of office, but I don't think he was 80. No, I think he was in his 70s. And, I think he uh, was in his 70s. Yeah. I, th- that's the, one of the – to me, that's one of the scarier things uh, about Bernie uh, also is the fact that whatever person is – his running mate uh would have as good a chance as maybe uh any uh oh right had recent, yeah y- yeah you know time to to get into the office just by the fact that bernie could uh faceplant at any time uh so i don't know i don't know yeah they're, they're all they're all ancient they really are um i'm just i'm, I'm just right now it's i'm I'm trying not to be as disappointed uh, sometimes as I feel <laughs> with that whole process. That we couldn't have shaken out somebody else uh, out of that whole thing. But uh, it's, it's right now, I'm just still unimpressed with what's going on. But what the hell, I, you know? And every day, there's something new. This is where they go. You know, where something's getting cut. We're we're gonna we're gonna spend money to go to Moon and the Mars uh the mars the moon and the mars uh, yeah um yeah so uh that's that's the, the space force thing that trump's all excited about spending money on but then he's talking about cutting money uh you know for like social security or something like that uh you know taking away money from from somebody so that we can go to the moon just doesn't make any sense to me and then uh then i so there's that bad decision i got a solution for that
1: though i said you know it Cut social security and what you do is is you just you just send the old people to the moon and you tell them it's like a retirement home and you just set them up there and it, they don't even need spacesuits. Whatever happens happens. We turn it into a reality show. Trump would like that. He can give out the award. Be great. Anyway, that's dumb everything's stupid I don't want to yep. talk about politics I want to talk about real life I uh, I had Kylie who was doing the voiceover acting thing today like the yeah yep so uh, Evan McDonald has okay. a client and uh, she did five scripts uh, Wow yeah um, it took about an hour and a half like yeah. uh, f- uh, like straight Um, I was just sitting there shaking my head at, like, every line reading, and she just wanted to kick me. She was like, it was so much better when you left. The dog started barking out by the pool, so I had to run down. And rather than put the dog in the house and close the doggy door, I fed him peanut butter, which was a mess. I've not fed a (laughs) dog peanut butter, and I thought it was a good idea, but it takes forever because it's like... It's like, all over his, like, mouth, and it was messy. So I came back in, and uh, but Kylie did a pretty good job. Uh, May try to set her up to do it, like, once I get the thing, because you could use Fiverr or Voice123. Yeah. And uh, not so sure what the talent pool is for, you know, teenage girls, you know. Although uh, Evan warned me that be careful, because when he was looking for young girls, he would get audio clips that they have that were kind of, like, horn, you know? So oh so if you were to do it, you want to double check it and make sure you listen, you, you read these scripts and not just have your let your teenage daughter up in the You know, to your studio and just record stuff without knowing what the hell they're recording, right? So you got to be careful there. And then, uh, you know, Cameron's watching dogs. He's watching dogs for my friend Ray, Uh, two of them. An old pug and a a younger dog that looks like a black lab, but maybe a little bit of a mix. And uh, it's a 12, 13-acre property, and there's some woods back there and a golf course. And it was pitch black. I get a phone call from Cameron last night because he goes over there three times a day, once before school once after school and then sometime between like 7:30 and 9 you know feeds him twice takes him out and so Gloria the old pug is is slow and you know and 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 blind and can't really hear so it's like you got to almost walk that dog separately so he was walking Gloria when he went back in the house the other dog bust out and ran outside he lost <sighs> the dog for like half an hour now apparently Ray told Cameron, this happens, and he'll come back. I'm, like, freaking the fuck out. I'm, like, if anything happens, can you imagine you're a teenager and you're watching someone's dog and you're real responsible and you doing it, and something happens to... You don't ever want to be pet sitting and have something happen to the animal. So yeah. I'm freaking out. I'm, like, I was tired, and it's like it's, it was, like, 10 o'clock, 9.30, I don't know, and I'm, like, getting in the car... Only lives a mile and a half away. Bright's on. I didn't roll down the window yelling, Phoebe, Phoebe, but I wanted to. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, don't hit the dog, don't hit the Fucking pitch black out and it's a black dog, you know? And so I got on the property, went in the house, and then I I didn't see Cameron. He was, like, far away from the front door. And uh, sure enough, I heard rustling. And the dog was back like nothing happened, just out of breath, loose, and wet and muddy. <laughs> You're like oh, that was a fun adventure and i'm like panicking and it was all, it was only like a 10 minute period but i was like in my mind it was like worst case scenario so of course i'm i'm worried about my friend and his wife and the you know and then and then i'm worried about Cameron cuz like how does that affect a kid you know Cameron loves animals you know, I won't, won't tell Ray, but he probably watched and walked these dogs for free. But anyway, not the point. But I've got a lot. Like, these are small things and good. But what's going on in your world with your kids, particularly the older one? You told me yeah, it was something.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,. So we're thinking about, we're seriously giving some thought to uh, building, uh, maybe, uh, might, might just be one, but we might, maybe someday we'll be more generous and make it two, but we're thinking about building some really small tiny houses and putting them out in the backyard and moving the kids out to the tiny houses. <laughs> think it would be a good idea because they're gonna fucking like, they're like so
1: tiny they can't even have friends over kind um, of deal
0: well you see that would be the thing they would have all they yeah there'd be we'd have squatters there, there'd be other kids <laughs> living there i'm sure but uh yeah uh yeah so tori she's oh, man she's just she she's trying to push push every fucking button in the world here uh so she's you know she's a junior uh she's uh is, is she 17 now she's no she'll be 17 april 1st okay. uh so she's got a little ways to go um, still hasn't got her license she um she uh, had her, her her temporary her permit uh, has been revoked because she got a uh, she got it wasn't actually a ticket but she got in a um at school she got in a real minor fender bender and that resulted in uh the school they have a police officer at the school like, like an name.
1: actual police officer with a
0: gun Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Was this Um, in the
1: school parking lot?
0: It was in the school parking lot, and this uh-huh. the what they they call them a school resource officer. All of the schools in Iowa have, have resource officers. Uh-huh. There, so there's a full time cop, sometimes two, depending on the school that are there. Yeah, with a gun. Um, and the, it's okay. Um, I don't want to go into that, but yeah, a lot of people are like, "Well, what if we put cops in schools?" That's not a, well. They're already there. Uh, anyway, well, in um, some places, I mean, I you know, you're not going to have that in New York City just yet. Well, you well, guys actually, have not, there
1: were. You know, when I was in high school, I remember there being cops in our school every now and again. Most like real, of the, New York city cops
0: most of the major metros New York as I understand it Chicago a lot of schools in Los Angeles most of those have metal detectors and all the whole nine yards so um, mm-hmm. uh, there's, so Tori
1: got into this thing at so school, though.
0: She got so okay. So she's she's uh, she got into this thing at school, and she she lost her permit. So she can't, she doesn't have her, her cars not available. So um, anyway, so the last this has been going on for a week or so. She's had the the permit taken away, so she's been um, driving around with the uh, other kids instead of driving herself. And so she's um, off with this other kid. Uh, they're doing something early in the evening, and get a, uh, Rachel is trying to uh, track her down for for we're gonna eat dinner that evening, and she's trying to get her home to, to eat and, you know, what time are you going to be here, that kind of stuff. And she said, um, i got to tell you something. Uh, I just got hit in the eye with a football, it was the, what the original story was. I was over at uh, a friend's house, and they were, the boys, there were some boys over there they were playing football. I got hit in the eye with a football, and I might have a black eye.
1: Where did so, this come from? She, she, so she prepared uh, her mom, your wife, yes. before she came home. Before like, she came I, I'll be home, but I just want to warn you,
0: might it, have everything's black okay, eye. but... Might have a black eye, and and, mm-hmm. and
1: she said this happened in the friend's house, where in the basement, like in the yard. Yes. yeah. It, so
0: they were in they were in the house. They yeah, like in the basement, and, and the, that was the story. And so she gets home, and she's got this giant. Uh, you know, it looked like she looked like she had been hit in the eye, but not by a uh, by a football. It was it would, it would it just didn't match. The, the, was the, it bruised? But yeah, swelling? it was real red. She had skin skin gone on top of like above her eye and below her eye, and she and it was it was kind of swelled up and and red all over and it just yeah. i mean it looked like she had been hit by it. so i the uh, first thing i said was how are, how are your are your hands okay and just i knew she didn't wouldn't know what i was thinking which was i wanted to look at her hands because i thought maybe she'd been in some kind of a fight or something and she would have scraped up knuckles mm-hmm. which wasn't the case um so rachel's like oh my god you know it's like she's like that really looks pretty bad um you know how, how do you you know she started asking her questions trying to qualify see if she's got a concussion and that sort of thing rachel decides to take her Uh, down to the uh, er just to get her checked out and on the way down there she tells the real story which is the real story is she's with a friend and the friend um braked because there was a deer that uh, ran across her And and i wonder if this story is even true but anyway, this is the story they went with. Um, but she braked really hard, slammed on the brakes, and Tori, who didn't have her seatbelt on at the moment because she had been reaching down to grab something off the floor and had taken her seatbelt off momentarily and had smacked her uh, head on the, uh, on the windshield of the vehicle and did a faceplant into the windshield when the vehicle, slammed on the brakes and uh, missed the deer, and she had broke the windshield basically with her, with her head. So mm-hmm. that's that's the the one evening. Okay, so down to the room. It is, it, all of it sounds very convoluted. Even the the real story, the real sounds. story sounded convoluted. But I was, I was I was going with the real story, and I'm still not sure about the about the real story because. Okay, so they checked her out, did a CT scan, and checked her neck and did x rays and all that stuff. And at first, they were concerned that her orbital bone was broken. And um, after a bunch of stuff, they figured out she did not have a concussion and that she was, you know, she's going to be really stiff and sore for a couple of days. And she was really lucky. And that was great. Uh, it all uh, resolved itself. Uh, and she uh, she missed part of school the next day, but, you know, that was a lot of. A lot of lot of drama, you know, not something you want to go through. So like three, okay, so three days later, and here's the scenario, because she's got her license taken away. She's got this good friend of hers that lives a couple blocks from us, and um, we decided to let the, uh, let the friend, drive tori's car to get, so those two could drive it back and forth was, the, the deal was yeah, you know, they can drive it back and forth to school and they got to get there and come back um uh, directly and you know, we're not gonna have a bunch of driving around it's like, extraneous stuff uh, et, cetera, et cetera, and um checked with the insurance agent make sure the other kid uh, is is covered and all that stuff mm-hmm. and um feeling okay about that not totally comfortable but okay about that but um like two days later um, Tory calls. Uh, uh, here's the thing: something hit the windshield on of her, of her car. Of her car. Some, something. They think it was a bird, but maybe something flew off a car and hit the windshield. The windshield's broken.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is two broken windshields in a week. Mm. Windshield's broken. And she freaked out because something had hit the windshield her her, her buddy and her buddy um, swerved off kind of off the side of the road and smacked into the curb and completely destroyed a tire and a rim. And the vehicle was basically well, it was drivable when they, they put the they managed to get uh, a spare put on it and um, the little donut thing and, and uh, get it back so the car is your car. Our car is here now with uh, a um, cached tire and a uh, broken windshield.
1: <laughs> is, is the rim totally fucked?
0: Uh, it looks like it is. I haven't really messed with it too much. Was this the same friend that uh, avoided the deer? A different friend, uh, but stories sounding very similar. You know, something we did, we, we something hit. The, uh, we we have, we're trying to hit something or not hit something, and broken windshields and swerving off roads, and uh, Wait, it's, it's all of the story sounds way too way too did, similar. Did they all have the same driver's ed teacher? <laughs> because it seems
1: weird that like you 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 cut your wheel hard and drive into the curb. I'm I'm a little confused here.